Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Although living with anxiety can be a challenge, did you know that you can really enjoy your life and thrive despite dealing with anxiety? Come with me and let me show you how you can love and embrace all of it. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome back. Can you believe March is over and it's already April? I can't believe this year is flying by. As my husband and I have been looking at the calendar and looking ahead, we we have a lot of really fun things planned and it's going to start getting busy really from about April on out through the rest of the year. We have a lot of family family getaways, family trips planned, and I'm really looking forward to it. And next week, I get a chance to be in Oregon with my daughter and her family, and I cannot wait. It's been much too long since I've spent some time with them, and I am just ready. So last week during a workout, I was listening to a podcast, as I usually do, and during the discussion, one of the women stated that she struggled with the fact that she wasn't as good at certain things as her husband. In fact, she described her husband as having this natural ability to be good at so many things, especially when it came to sports, something that she felt she just wasn't. And she went on to describe how she felt about herself because of this. Now, my first instinct was to shout, I know exactly how you feel. (laughs) I have the same problem. Not that my husband being good at almost everything he does is a problem. It's the feeling of my own inadequacy, much like what that woman was feeling. And what I do with it, that is the problem. Now, we all have inadequacies, right? It's part of our human experience, but it's what we think about our inadequacies that keep us from learning and from growing and from progressing. Now, I have dealt with a lot of perfectionism for the years, and at the heart of perfectionism is this desire, this innate desire to be good. Now, I'm not talking about being good just in behavior necessarily, but to be good at everything, everything we do. And sometimes people who have perfectionistic tendencies like to stay completely in their comfort zones. And we like to limit what we do to what we're naturally good at or what we're not what we naturally enjoy doing things that come really easy for us things that we excel at very easily and anything beyond that is usually out of the question and the reason is because of fear the fear of failing or being looked down upon just to name a few and this makes those of us who have this you will probably agree that it makes us feel very inadequate, which leads us to a lot of self-judgment, a lot of self-doubt, shame, and even isolation. Now, when my husband and I were first married, my husband wanted to teach me to play tennis. He played tennis and thought it would be fun to teach me how to play so that we could play together. But unfortunately, when we played, all I could focus on during that time was my inadequacies compared to all of his strengths. And I ended up allowing that fear and that shame to take over my thoughts, which only made that experience less than fun for both of us. And because of this, 
I kept myself from really learning how to play. Now, this has shown up repeatedly in my life since I was really, really young. Whenever I'm trying something new, and many times I tend to be hesitant. I don't, I I hesitate. I'm really reluctant to try new things. And my own self-defeating thoughts have kept me really from experiencing things that I may or may not enjoy. I, I just don't know. I'm sure that my brain is trying to do its job by protecting me and keeping me safe within that comfort zone. But instead of protecting me, what it's really doing, it's blocking me from discovering new interests and talents, and it's alienating myself from others. Now, during the conversation on the podcast, the host of the podcast offered this woman something that I thought was so simple and so liberating for me, and I really want to share it today. So, of course, it's a new thought, (laughs) and this new thought is, I am willing to be terrible at this. Now, for a perfectionist, this will raise the hair on the back of her neck, Because it's not a comfortable or a natural thought. We don't like to be terrible at anything and we try to avoid it at all costs. But what I want to do now is I want to really take this thought and look at it. Now the thought, I am willing to be terrible at this, it isn't saying that I am terrible at it. It is simply stating that I am willing to be. Now let's look at that word willing. The more I think about this word, the more I like it. Being willing means not being opposed to doing something, but being ready and eager to do something. Being willing is the opposite of fear, opposite of hesitation and resistance. So when you look at that thought, I am willing to be terrible at this, it opens up to the idea or the possibility that I may or may not be terrible at this, whatever this is. It gives us permission to be terrible at it without the fear of being outside of our comfort zone. And being willing gives us permission to not resist and not create self-judgment. If we are terrible, then that's okay. And if we're not, then we've surprised ourselves and we found something else we might enjoy doing. Now, the next thought that was shared was one that I really wanted to practice, and it is this. I am willing to be terrible at this, but still have fun. Now, that last part eliminates the shame. It eliminates the self-judgment altogether, and it gives you permission to just have fun. And who doesn't want to have fun, right? (laughs) This thought gives us permission to not take ourselves so seriously, allowing us to show up in a more relaxed way. And when we show up this way, it only creates a much more enjoyable experience for you and for everyone else. Now, the other day, my husband and I decided to go play pickleball. And this is a sport that my family really enjoys. And most of them are pretty good at it. But truth be told, I'm not. (laughs) And because of this, I tend to hold myself back. However, on this day, I made the conscious decision to take this thought with me. Now, I admit that after I lost the first game, which 
came as no surprise, really. (laughs) But I started to notice those self-critical thoughts creeping in. But because I had decided ahead of time to hold on to that thought that I was willing to be terrible at it but still have fun, I was able to let go of those self-critical thoughts really quickly. And you know what? It made such a difference. We had a really good time, and I found out I wasn't so terrible at pickleball after all. (laughs) Now, the last thought was shared was one that builds upon the first two thoughts, and it was this. I am willing to learn to become good at this, but I am willing to be terrible for as long as it takes. Now, think about that thought. For as long as it takes. Most of us will be terrible at first in anything we set out to do, right? True, we all have our natural abilities and we excel at certain things easier than others. But there are so many things that we may want to pursue during our life that we are just not going to be good at at first. In fact, we're going to be terrible. And if it's something that we really want, we will have to be terrible for as long as it takes for us to get good. Case in point, if you've ever played a musical instrument before, or if you've had a child ever play a musical instrument instrument before, <laughs> you know firsthand that you don't play perfectly, right? Right out of the gate. You just don't. But over time, that screeching from the violin or that pounding of the piano starts to turn into something beautiful and melodic. But this only happens if you are willing to be terrible for as long as it takes to get good. Now, when it comes to thought work, you may feel like you aren't very good at first. Creating awareness and letting go of thoughts that are holding you back and creating new ones takes a lot of time, believe me. And understanding those emotions, feeling and learning how to acknowledge them and process them takes a lot of time and you're going to be terrible at it at first. I was, I still am at times, but the key is to be willing, to be willing to not let that fear or hesitancy take over, to be open to the possibility that you may or may not be so terrible at whatever you pursue and be willing to decide to be terrible for as long as it takes for you to get good if that's what you want. Now, these thoughts made such an impression on me that I came home and I immediately wrote them on my whiteboard where I can see them every day. And I'm hoping that these new thoughts can help you this week. All right, my friends, it's short, it's sweet, but that is what I have for you today. What will you be willing to be terrible at while having fun this week? I would really love to know shoot me an email at Angela at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com or grab a spot on my calendar and tell me in person, whichever way works for you. All right, have a great day and I will talk with you next week. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.